Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, I just want to say happy National Garlic Day to you, Char. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no, I, I looked like it garlic. up. I mean, today is April 19, and I looked it up that it is National Garlic Day. I think we're getting too many national yeah, days. I know. I mean, everybody has to have their own, right? right. Every food, every, every animal. <laughs> so, I mean, Lori and I love like garlic, like breadsticks or like Texas toast. That's, you know, yeah. like garlic. I mean, we love you, garlic are too. You, are you garlic lovers? I am. Dale yeah. does too, but I okay. more, I think. Okay. So listeners, if, if you're looking for something spicy today <laughs> you fit right in there you go go out for some like garlic bread at, at your favorite italian restaurant or something tonight to celebrate national garlic day but anyway on to better things uh, again thanks char for being willing to be my guest this week and um yesterday we kind of were we're hunkering down in the book of acts and today we're gonna go into the old testament and we're going to be looking at psalm 118 but before we do that um typically tuesday um, is a day that our guests share um, a God story, whether it's from a long time ago or if it's from recent times or, you know, their testimony. So um, I'll throw it over to you a minute just to kind of share what, what God has done in your life. Sometimes I have a hard time when it's people say, what's your testimony? Because I'm a little jealous of people who have a really exciting turnaround, but I can't ever remember not knowing Jesus or believing in Jesus, which in that itself is rich. I've had several ups and downs. I'm thinking of sometimes, I think the most thing that I can remember is when my sister was dying of cancer, lung cancer. And that was hard because she was in New Mexico and I was in Michigan. Um, but my brother-in-law was so wonderful at writing long emails with text and sharing her verse for that day and that kind of stuff that was kind of uplifting, even though it was sad. Mm. And you got to know my brother-in-law better because he was sure. doing his feelings. Right. And there's been a lot of, um, starts out really young. When I was in high school, I went on summer workshop and missions. Oh yes. To Ak swim. Yes. Yeah, swim yes. to Akron, Ohio. And we were canvassing. We went to one house and the guy said, I don't think you want to talk to me. And we kind of looked at him. Luckily, I was with a young man who later became a pastor because he wasn't afraid to talk. Okay. okay. But he said, I'm with the KKK. Oh. So then you stop and think, you know. Right. But, but it was interesting talking yes. to him, you know, and that kind of stuff. Right. And just, I think, sometimes the mission, short-term mission trips that we were on, have reminded me or given me to check my attitude and be thankful because sometimes I think living in the U.S., we don't see how much we need Jesus. Right, because we have so much. Yeah, it gets in the way. Right. So that's also strengthened my faith, I yeah, think. For sure. And I mean, you know, my testimony is similar to yours because I don't remember a time either. My parents raised me in the Christian home and we went to church and you know, we happen to go to Christian school and, yeah, um, and, you know, we, you know, we, like you said, we're sometimes jealous of people who like have this like 
huge like awakening. Mm -hmm. But I, I sometimes wonder too, whether sometimes those people are jealous of us all the time, right? Because we've had this since the beginning. But, um, but whatever, whatever your experience is, right? We just, was, we just love it that we're followers of Christ. You bet. Right? And um, we all have ups and downs, um, like, like you mentioned, you know, and um, it's during those down times that the Lord really can grow us, right? Right. For sure. For yeah. sure. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into Psalm 118. And we're going to read verses 14 all the way to 29. And Shar is going to read these verses for us today. Okay. Shouts of joy and victory resound in, oops, I got to start over because I forgot 14. Oh, that's fine. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely but he has not given me over to death open for me the gates of righteousness i will enter and give thanks to the lord this is the gate of the lord through which the righteous may enter i will give you thanks for you answered me you have become my salvation the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone the lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it O lord save us Grant, O Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine upon us with boughs in hand. Join in the festal pr procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give you thanks. You are my God, and I will extol you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. Mm -hmm. Love it. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. All right, so when I first looked at this, and my wording was a little bit different in verse 14. Um, in verse 14, I had the Lord is my strength and my defense. You had song there, right? Yeah. Um, he has become my salvation. Did you say my salvation at that point too? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's just that word song, versus defense. I can't figure out why. I know, I know. They're alike. So, um, so what I wrote down here in verse 14, um, I noticed that the Lord is two things. Okay. He's well, actually three things. He's my strength. He's my defense or song. Um, and he's my salvation. And I was thinking, okay, so my, if I think of a country, a country's strength can be in like in their military, right? So what's my strength? Like what's my, it's almost like my, my offense. And I was thinking, well, the Bible talks about how the sword of the spirit is is the word of God, right? And so mm -hmm. that's sort of like my <laughs> weapon, my weapon, of right? Choice. My offense, right, against the devil. And so when I say the Lord is my strength, um, it, it, it's His word, right? Mm -hmm. That I that I get that strength from because that's my my offense. And then, and of course, my version said my defense. Okay, and of course, I think it isn't the armor when in Ephesians when it talks about the armor of God. There's there's the defensive parts too, right? Like the, the breastplate. breastplate of righteousness and the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation, right? Those are all like defense things. And so I thought it was interesting that uh, the writer of Psalm 118 is, is talking about the Lord being his strength, like my offense, the word of God, and my defense, okay, which is the, like again, I'm interpreting it as the faith and as the helmet of salvation and the, the belt of truth and those things. And those things together 
Jesus has now become my salvation, right? Because I have his word and because I have truth and righteousness and peace and faith and salvation in my life as my defense, then that leads to my salvation. And already in verse 14, those were the couple things I noted. So how about you? Something that you noticed in verse or in Psalm 118? I have several things, but as I was reading it again, I like verse 17. I will not die, but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. And then 18, the Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. I think it's a thing to remember and to, and to a comfort actually. Yeah. So that, that hit me. Right. And 11 verse 17, like you said, uh, we will proclaim what the Lord has done. done. We need to do that more. You bet we do. You know, so, so what is it that the Lord has done? I mean, it could be huge things like a healing or right, like, yeah. Hey, somebody got a, a great diagnosis from a biopsy or something like that, you know? Um, but even with the little things, I think we take for granted a lot of things. Exactly. Like I had food on my table this morning. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to school with an empty stomach this, today. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's a mighty thing because not everybody has that. That's for sure. Yeah. Think of the Ukraine. Even exactly. a roof and uh, peace and comfort. Right. They have none. No. They just, yeah, there's, everything's been turned upside down for them. Um, like we did that a couple of weeks ago in church here where, um, I think it was Matt had a microphone and I think it was Travis had a microphone and they walked around and, and people were able to give testimony to what the Lord had been doing or saying to them recently. We, I mean, we need to do that more. Mm-hmm. Like, look, look what God did or look, look what he's doing. You know, and we just, I, I just love how the psalmist says that. Uh, let's proclaim what the Lord has done. I oh, also, go ahead. I also had um, the cornerstone, which is a, well-known one but yes but just it said in my notes and um to myself if the cornerstone of my life is in the right place with jesus our building may groan and sway but won't topple and i think that's a reassurance i love that yeah because the cornerstone like the cornerstone of a building like i don't know if, if this building if, if vp has a cornerstone i don't i don't you know. would have to just so, as my husband. Okay, that's true. <laughs> and as he's a, a cornerstone. That's right. He's a mason or a yeah. stone, stone builder, right? Yeah. And right, it, if I understand that right, it's like everything is like built on this thing. Yeah, they're always making a starting and then making a line, so everything else is in line and on that. Right. So if it's wrong, then it's all wrong. Right, then everything is like wacky, mm-hmm. right? And so to compare, and of course we, uh, this was written in the Old Testament because we look back and go, oh, this is Jesus. Right, the stone that the builders rejected. Well, that was Jesus on Good Friday, or just yeah. a couple days ago, and he has become the cornerstone or that that point in the structure that everything rests on. Most important, yes. And that's Easter, right? We just celebrated two days ago, right? Yeah. Our Easter time here, and and things are certainly wacky when I don't have my based on him. That's yes, for sure. I know because I can slip sometimes. Oh, we all can for sure. And I love how you say that, you know, the building can groan and the building can sway just like our lives. Our lives can groan and our lives can sway. The devil loves it when he can get that to happen. But if we're grounded, right, if we're grounded on Jesus, he's our cornerstone. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. Um, Another thing, one last thing that I, I noticed here is that festal procession. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. <laughs> I think... Um, during 
Passover time, again, I, I did a little reading before, before we came today. But I think at, during Passover, when all these Jews were coming to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover, there'd be like this parade of everybody walking towards the temple. And I think it was this festal or festivity-filled parade or a procession yeah. up to the altar, up to the temple. And how fun. This says in my Bible, they were called Egyptian Hillel Psalms. And it was used during the Passover Seder ceremonial meal and the Feast of the Tabernacles. The Psalm has featured a both individual and communal, communal Thanksgiving. All right, yes. And that, for some reason, that just made me think of someday, right, Shar, when you and I mm-hmm. get to the end of our lives and we get to experience the kingdom in its perfectness, in its fullness, right? That's going to be a festal procession. It's like, woohoo, this yeah. is great, you know? Yeah. And um, I think tomorrow, when we look at um, something else in the book of Psalms, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That, that talks about how some of the things that might be involved in that procession. But anyway, listeners, as you go into your Tuesday, just may the Lord bless you. Uh, may the Lord keep you. May he shine his face upon you. And um, just make sure um, that Jesus Christ is your cornerstone. So that if your life is groaning right now, or if your life is swaying right now, he is your rock. He's your rock. And so go into your Tuesday knowing that you are built on that rock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.